G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, let's take a little while to talk about a brand new book that you'll be able to get off the bookshelf at your local Christian bookstore and a book that talks about Jesus in a different way than what you might ordinarily think of talking about Jesus. So obviously we talk about the historical figure of Jesus, but there's one author, Paul Barnett, who's written a book called A Short Book About Jesus, The Man from Heaven, and taking a different approach which sheds light on the transcendent nature of Jesus, the Son of God. Paul Barnett is a former Anglican bishop of North Sydney. He's a fellow in ancient history at Macquarie University, and he's also a emeritus faculty member at Moore College in Sydney. Paul Barnett is joining us. Hello, Paul. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's lovely to be with you. Well, Paul, you've written a very different account of who Jesus is. What is so different about your book and the approach that you've taken compared to what others might have read about Jesus before? Neil, um, my starting position is that we live in we live in a a secular and sceptical age in which matters to do with God. Uh, seldom raised in the public square uh, unless it's in a, in a humorous way or a, even a blasphemous way or a very negative way. So I'm, I wanted to establish at the outset that when we're talking about Jesus, we're talking about a figure who is transcendent. I toyed with thinking about the word unique, but unique is a, is a very much overused word and there's a sense in which, well, I'm unique because I've got a unique set of fingerprints and unique DNA and so on and so on and so on. There's a sense in which everyone is unique. So I don't think the word unique does it, but I think the word transcendent does in that it's a word that means beyond our experience. And I, I think the problem is that, that popular writers about Jesus and, and uh, academics who write about Jesus basically want to talk about, you know, his his life story, which began here and ended there, in which he was supposed to have done this, this, and this, and this. And from a historical point of view, really, there's not much doubt about the fact that Jesus lived, where he operated, and basically what he did. But in, in the, if, you're, if you sort of just write those things down on a list, you say, so what? Well, that's the question, so what? When you just look even superficially at the gospel records, they are, they are simply not presenting Jesus in those sorts of secular terms, but indeed as a transcendent figure who caused absolute amazement 
because people had never seen anything like it. In other words, as a transcendent figure. Let's just dwell on that word transcendent for a moment. Uh, Not everybody will understand what transcendent means, but I guess if you're talking about a discussion of Jesus in secular terms, uh, then if we only think of Jesus in that secular way, we only ever think of him as a good moral teacher. And all of those divine attributes uh, that we can see in the life of Jesus as we read in the Gospels. This is what you're talking about. This was no ordinary man. Jesus was transcendent. That's absolutely right. And uh, part of the argument of the book is that you establish Jesus' transcendence by reflecting on the miracles, which you simply cannot explain away in naturalistic terms. And in particular, you think about the resurrection of Jesus, which again, you, you simply um, you cannot explain away. And what, what I've done in the book is to actually marshal critical historical reasons for, for believing that the miracles did happen and that the resurrection did happen. And if, if that is in fact true, then Jesus is indeed a transcendent figure and has to be reckoned on in that particular way. We'll come back and talk some more about those miracles and Jesus' transcendence. But let me just ask you about the book uh, again on a different dimension. You've got this. It's called A Short Book About Jesus. Uh, Whenever I hear that, I think it must be easy to read. And uh, and this is the ideal that you have here, is that this is the sort of book that you can put into the hands of a friend yes. who is just as secular as the rest of society, and yes. they'll understand something different about Jesus. That's the, that's the intention, yes. I, I hope I write respectfully of, uh, of other people and, and the, the views that they have. I don't mean to attack people at all. I'm just, I'm just making a case for thinking about Jesus in ways that would, would be perhaps different from the ways they've been thinking. Okay, let's come to these miracles. And as a fellow in ancient history at Macquarie University, as I introduced you, yes. uh, these sorts of things have been in your thinking and you've been studying the evidence for these things for a long time. Yes. Uh, how strong is that evidence that you're able to present in your short book about Jesus that shows that these things like the virgin birth and the resurrection are just such powerful miracles that cannot be ignored? Well, thinking about the actual miracles that Jesus did, as opposed to the miracles of which he was the object, like the virgin birth and the resurrection, I start with the premise that the Gospel of John and the Gospel of Mark, in which miracles figure significantly, are written independently of each other. And then I look at the question of Matthew, Mark and Luke, or Luke and Luke and Matthew in particular, and recognise that underlying those Gospels there are several well-known independent sources. In fact, if you look at the question of the independency of sources, there are, in fact, five different literary sources underlying the four Gospels. And if you think about the various kinds of miracles of Jesus, whether they are nature miracles, they're healing miracles or resurrections. In fact, there are at least two or three independent references that, from texts 
that aren't dependent on one another. In other words, this is the principle of what is called multiple attestation, which is, of course, the, the fundamental principle of legal trials, that a person really can't be convicted as a rule on the evidence of one person, but it needs multiple independent testimony as a basis of truth. So the notion of multiple attestation, multiple independent attestation, is a fundamental of both historical inquiry and legal process. And when you apply that principle of multiple attestation to the miracles, you'd have to say that the evidence on strictly historical grounds is outstanding. Now, of course, some people balk at miracles because they say they simply cannot happen. Uh, that is a very well-known view, and I, I address that view from a philosophical point of view in simple terms in the course of the gospel, in the course of the book as well. Stay with us, Paul. Paul Barnett, our guest, he's the author of a new book called A Short Book About Jesus, The Man from Heaven. Uh, we've been talking about the transcendence of Jesus. What does that transcendence mean to you and I? We'll talk more with Paul Barnett in just a few moments, just how important it is that as we see Jesus as transcendent, that that transcendence touches us today. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We are back talking about a new book called A Short Book About Jesus, The Man from Heaven, and a book that takes a different approach in talking about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In this secular age, we have people and references who talk about Jesus in a secular terminology. Well, Paul Barnett has taken a different approach. He's talking about Jesus as transcendent. And we've been talking about that in relation to the miracles of Jesus' life, not just the miracles that happened to Jesus, like the virgin birth and the resurrection, but also those miracles that Jesus did in that three years when he was training disciples to follow him. Uh, Paul Barnett, as we talk about this transcendence, uh, and transcendence, just a fabulous word and a great way to be able to talk about Jesus, the Son of God. Uh, when we talk about that transcendence, it's not just miracles that we're impressed by because those issues of Jesus' life, his love, his wise judgments, and even the demands that he made of his disciples and his followers— these take on a whole new meaning when we look at Jesus in this light of transcendence. Yeah, that's, that's right, uh, Neil. And you, you think of the judgments of Jesus in respect about what it means to love your neighbour and the famous parable of the Good Samaritan uh, where, the, where the fellow Jews passed by on the other side and left the man beaten up, as it were, nearly dead. And a non-Jew, a Samaritan, who's a despised person, comes to the man's side and, and uh, risks his own life, um, puts him on his own donkey, takes him to an inn, stays with him overnight, pays money, comes back later on. To, I mean, he, he ticks all the boxes, this guy, the Good Samaritan, and gives you a very comprehensive idea of, of what it means to love your neighbour. Now, we, we just take that story so much for granted but, uh, you know, we think we have an ambulance service, which we take for granted everywhere. Where does that come from? 
You know, it is a it is a mundane activity for people to render first aid and provide emergency help for people in trouble. But where does that come from? It, it comes from Jesus. It comes from the Good Samaritan. Um, we we have a view of the sanctity of family life. Where does that come from? It comes from Jesus. We have we have the ideal of the separation of of, of religion from uh, society, the separation of powers. Where does that come from? It comes from Jesus' words about God and Caesar. And you only have to see when when Jesus ceases to be an influence in a society that those values tend to diminish. They have come into society as mundane blessings, if you like, but they come from a transcendent source. And once the transcendent one ceases to be respected as he is, you can see gender blurring, you can see marriage counting for nothing, you can see all sorts of confusion about sexuality, etc., etc., etc. And in a sense, so much of that goes back to Jesus, which doesn't come from him merely as a respected prophet or rabbi, but it comes from a transcendent source. What I hear you saying is that this secular society that we live in, because yeah. we are immersed in it, uh, even Christian believers yeah. can water down this transcendence of Jesus and just yes. see him as a secular character. And, yes. and and that, as you say, blurs the line on so many of these big moral issues of our age. Yes. Uh, is, there, is there any way to correct that if we get the right appreciation of who Jesus is, the Son of God, the transcendent, perfect image of God. If we get that right again, can we unblur the lines? Well, I think that's what ha- that, is, that is what happens, and I think you can see society's values changing while we look at them, really. It's happening very quickly. Um, so I think it's really important for Christians themselves to hold fast to what they believe, and we need we need to recommend Jesus to our society by the quality of church life and consistency. I mean, we've we've had a terrible thing done to our credibility by all the questions of abuse in clergy circles, and we can only hope that we've cleaned up our acts in those areas. But we really do need to re-engage with the society with with good Christian behaviour and and godly and earnest and humble evangelism. You can't simply change morality by passing laws. True morality comes from a, from the heart, doesn't it? And the heart that has been transformed by a relationship with the transcendent one is the way for that to happen. So he's not just the good moral teacher, but unmatched in his power, in his wisdom, in his works, yes. and in his love. Yes. These things are just, there is no comparison of any other individual human being, and no. that's what sets him apart. He is the transcendent one. That's, that's the argument in the book, yes. Let's come back to the book, because I read one recommendation that said this is a deceptively easy book to read. How do you think of it, Paul? (laughs) Well, I hope it is an easy book to read. I don't mean it not to be. In fact, I've dedicated it to my grandchildren, some of them are very young, and I'm really hoping that when they get a bit older, the younger ones, that is, that they will read it and benefit from it as well. So it's meant to be. It's meant to be an accessible book. 
I, um, I, I'm, I have no interest at all in simply writing technical material for technical readers. I'm really only interested in simplifying profound matters, as it were, so that uh, they can be accessible to people. And you're trying to make this book accessible to for people to read so that they can personally reflect and yeah. for use in small groups as well. It is, that's right. It's got questions at the end. It's, the chapters are pretty well all small. It's, you know, it's, it's not a... There's only 120 or so pages in it. There are some footnotes, but they're all at the, end, at the back of the book, so it's, it's, it's designed for a flow-through a flow read. And I suspect in days gone by, Paul, you have written the technical big books yeah. on, uh, on history, church history, ancient history. And yes, so this one is, this one is uh, almost uh, boiling down the important essence of who this transcendent Jesus is and bringing it to people in an easy-to-read manner yes. for, for people who are used to a secular way of reading. Yes, it's a, a lifetime of study really is invested in a book like that. Well, Paul, uh, I'll recommend it for our listeners. It's called A Short Book About Jesus, The Man from Heaven. That's and it. you'll be able to get it from Christian bookstores yeah. or from the cepstore.com.au. It's called A Short Book About Jesus, The Man from Heaven. The author is Paul Barnett. Paul, thanks so much for sharing these things with us today well, on 2020. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it, Neil, and thank you very much for your you a very uh, insightful interview as I might say before you go thanks for listening there's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au and remember vision is listener supported your donation large or small will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au 